to get your Bibles and go to 1 Samuel, the 15th chapter and the 20th verse. How many came to hear from the Lord? I want you to look at your neighbor and say, I won't be distracted. Look at somebody on the other side and say, I won't be distracted. 1 Samuel 15 and verse 20. When you're there, say, I'm there. If you're still looking, you still say, wait on me. If you ain't going to do nothing until it's on the screen, say, I ain't doing nothing. I know it. I know it. First Samuel chapter 15 and verse 20. And the Bible says, and Saul said to Samuel, but I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and gone on the mission on which the Lord has sent me and brought back Agag, the king of Amalek, and I have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the plunder, sheep and oxen, the best of things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. So Samuel said, as the Lord has great delight in birth, both burnt sacrifices and sacrifices, as it's obeying the voice of the Lord, next part says, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because you have rejected the word of the Lord he has also rejected you from being king I want to minister a message this afternoon entitled which please which please thank you we're starting a new series today entitled Undercover. And in this series, we're going to be looking at the laws of honor, favor, and authority. Honor, favor, and authority. Now, when you begin to talk like this, you begin to talk words honor, you begin to talk words authority, it is almost a forward language in America. Um, in America, oftentimes we have an issue, somebody say an issue, with authority. We, we, have, we have an issue, we have an issue with honor. And oftentimes what we like to behave as if is that every single person on the planet is on the same playing field. The problem with that is that the majority of us folks only like to do that surrounding spiritual things. Because on your job, you're quiet. When you walk in there, it's clear that there is structures. There are systems. There are authorities that are present. Uh, and when we get the revelation of authority, we'll press into realizing that God wants us to honor authority. Um, if you're taking notes today, write this down. If you're not taking notes, you will never have a victory past your level of submission. You, you will never have a victory past your ability to submit to an authority in your life. Now, before everybody thinks that I'm talking about the church, that I'm talking about religious stuff or spiritual stuff, I am not. There are several levels of authority in the world. And this is not a church situation. The reason why some of you haven't gotten a raise is because you don't respect authority. The reason why some of us haven't gotten levels of access is because you're not living into honor. We feel like honor is something that must be earned, but that's not the truth. When you really understand honor, honor is a gift that I give. 
And I'm called, I'm going to drop this on you before I even get deep into this. God calls you to honor, even some of you, this revelation, some of you is not, to even honor unbelievers. And I know some of you are like, duh, but then there's others of you who thought you're only supposed to honor Christians. So you with your bougie Christian acting self is at work being rude to somebody because they're an unbeliever. But honor, y'all quiet in this church, it honor goes on every direction. You honor up, you honor peer level, and you honor to people who are subordinate to you. I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to deal with it. Because some of you are looking like you already annoyed. And I'm happy that you're here today. Because I'm coming for you. Touch your neighbor and say, yes, you. Yes, you. Touch your neighbor and say, yes, you. I want to deal with parents who dishonor their children. I'm going to preach this anyway. I'm not scared of none of your devils, are you? So you tell your kids stuff like, stay in a child's place. And I understand what you mean conceptually. But then you wonder why when they're 18, they don't know how to do anything. Because all throughout their childhood, when they came to ask you questions, you told them, stay in a child's place. And so they are 35 in a child's place. They're 21 in a child's place. They're 19 in a child's place because you never answered their questions. You've got to honor your children enough to pay attention. Some of y'all, you would have saved your life if you would have listened to your children. Your kids see Uncle Johnny, because that's what they do, that's what they call them in urban communities. The men that come over late at night, uncles. We ain't even talk about how dysfunctional that is. Y'all can look at me like that if you want to. And uncle Johnny coming in, they're trying to figure out if that's my uncle, why is my uncle always going to mama's room? When they come ask you questions about Uncle Johnny, like stay in a child's place. And the child is like, the child is like crying out for deliverance, like God, please, Lord, save my mama. I know something wrong with something's wrong with this. Submission is your key to strength that is greater than yours. If you want access to something that's bigger than you, you honor your way into that access. Some of us don't have next level revelation. We don't have next level understanding. We don't have next level breakthrough. It's because we're failing at honor. Honor is not a word game. Honor is a heart posture. Because there's been lots of people that looked me in my face and told me I was amazing. But at the end of the day, their heart was not saying the same thing. Because you can talk honor all you want but if you don't live honor out this is what I need you to understand the life of a believer is a life of action I got like five good amens but I already told my front row I need y'all okay so so you 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 think that just because you said something that's how some of us understand love somebody told you they loved you but when they love you they abuse you don't do that you know I'm talking to physically mentally come on emotionally and so now you have a jacked up concept of love because people who told you they love you beat you talk to me in here some of you people who loved you unfortunately violated your sexuality be real in here some of you people who told you that they love you are people who dealt with you wrongly and so many of us have a false revelation of what love is and when we come in contact with real love we are confused because everybody else who loved us abused us You gotta have action connected to what you're saying. So I made a decision in my life, I'm gonna watch you before I believe you. <laughs> I hear you talking. I hear you talking, but let me see you walk. Let me see you function. Let me see you operate. Let me see you do. I know I honor you. I honor you, sir. I, I'm with you for life. I'm with you for life. We're gonna go to the nations. I ain't studying your words. Let's see your action. Oh, this is good. Authority is hard to grasp in a democratic society. You understand that? Because we vote on everything. 
So we, 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 hey, come on in America, you vote on whatever you want. You want it? Pound. California was like, give me weed. Here it is. You understand it? You can vote on what you want. You can press laws. You got the freedom of speech. All of that wonderful stuff. But it's confused you concerning God. Because you think that with God you have a vote. You have no vote in God. I know, I know, I know, I know. The saints are sick of me already. You don't get to vote. That's why some of y'all still stuck in 1990. Because you've been voting. You're thinking that God paying attention to your vote. And he said, I'm never going to translate you to the other place until you submit. Y'all don't want to hear this. The children of Israel, they hung out in the wilderness for year after year after year after year until they behind submitted. And when they submitted to God, God said, now I'll take you into the promised land. But in Till you get up under what he says. All right, so uh, the freedom we seek when we resist authority is the very thing we lose in our insubordination to it. <laughs> There's freedom in submission. There's bondage in rebellion. Oh, somebody's taking this notes today. There's freedom in submission, but there is bondage in rebellion. Let me give you a Bible definition of witchcraft. You want to write this down? It's going against or defying authority. I'm going to show you in the Bible. Say it again. The, 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 the definition of witchcraft, witchcraft is going against or, def, or defying authority. You will never ever walk in the level of authority you're supposed to walk in in life until you recognize the authorities on others. Let's, let's just, let's just let's look, at, let's look at Romans 13.1. Let's go there and then I'll go into my text. But let's go to Romans 13.1 first. Are you really in a walk with me today to get the word? Okay, good. Yeah, some of you are lying, but it's good. Come on, th Romans 13.1. Let every soul, somebody say every soul. Are you looking at the same scripture I'm looking at to make sure that we're still, we're all on the same page together, yes? yes? Okay, I didn't insert this. This is not my version of the Bible. Let's just pay attention. It says, let, let, let every soul. I, I got to stop there because it doesn't mean young souls need to submit. It's not 21 and under. You and your 55-year-old behind need to submit. You and your 60-year-old, I know it all, I have experienced self, need to submit. And part of you, the reason why you stuck at 21 and you 60 is because you, didn't, you lost the art of submission. And so you never were able to press through into your destiny because you thought that you had to be in a place of authority because of your age. God is crossing... He's creating a bridge between generations. And there is honor that God wants to go. Come on. This is thinking, is this thing in America against millennials right now? It's a negative connotation. When you hear the word millennial right now, even in America, it's a negative connotation. As if, as if millennials don't know nothing or they think they know it all. And so it's this idea. But then at the same time, there's this dishonor that's coming from many millennials to those that are of the baby boomer generation. There is, there, there is, there is. And what I believe that God wants to do is to create a highway of honor. Did you hear what I just said? And I believe that God wants the honor going both ways, both directions. He wants to, y'all ain't saying amen in here because you want to feel right in disrespecting your mom. Huh? Some of y'all in here want to feel right in being disrespectful to those that are younger than you. But I hear the Lord in here today and you can sit there and look at me like I got white chocolate on my face. But the reality is God wants a highway going both directions. I am working on not being this loud. Let me bring it down. Uh, he said, let every soul be subject. My God. Let me say this. Here's the thing. Some of you think you lose your power if you submit to another. That's, a, that's what, come on, let's be real. Let's be real. We feel like... That's 
That's why some of y'all wives haven't submitted to your husbands yet. Real quiet in here. Real quiet. Some of you domineering women. Huh? With your whips and chains on your husband. And I'm not talking about fetish. I'm talking about you treating that man like a slave. I ain't getting into it yet. I'm going to get there in a minute. And trying to control him with your emotions. You in here? I want to deal with you today. Because that's why your household still isn't blessed. Because you haven't learned how to come up under another. Sleeping with witches. Look at somebody say, which please, which please, which please. Submission is not losing my power. I'm increased when I submit. Jesus was a submitted man. You cannot say you're a follower of Christ and refuse submission. Jesus said, I don't do nothing lest I see my Father in heaven do. In other words, I am a submitted. How you going to have a submitted Savior and be a rebellious follower? I, I need to get through this scripture. I got to go and baptize people and all this stuff. Look at this. For there is no authority... No authority, except from God. Notice it doesn't say there's no authority in the house of God, but from God. He's not saying there's no authority except in your church, but from God. Any authority, wicked or holy, he either put in place or he allowed them to get in place and they've been delegated authority. And some of you don't realize the reason why you haven't gotten the wealth transfer that you think is supposed to come from the wicked is because you have not gotten in the place of honoring them. You still think you better because you found Jesus. You still think you better because you saved. But if you will begin to honor those that are around you with their crazy stuff, y'all ain't saying nothing. You ought to start honoring your weed-smoking family members. You ought to start honoring your whole acting aunties. You start honoring everybody around you and realize what I honor, I get access to. Uh, some of you can't say amen because you're full of religion. You're like, I wish that boy stop all that hollering so I can get up out of here. You stuck. You blame your family member. They invited you. We're going to see you if you walk out, so you might as well just stay seated and take it in for the day. You've got to get to the place where you understand this. There is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are appointed by who? Yeah. Not by you. So the governors, the authorities that's been appointed by God, you don't get to govern them. One of, well, let me help you real quick. I'm getting ahead of myself. One of the first signs of witchcraft working in your life is that you're trying to run authorities that God put over you. <laughs> Sherman, why you get on these people's nerves? I don't know. The Lord told me to. Okay, verse 2. Therefore, whoever resists... Are y'all looking at this? Whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. And those who resist... Look at this. Look at this will bring judgment upon themselves. Now for everybody in here that think God is just sitting on a pillow of clouds blowing you kisses and that he's no longer a judge, he is yet a judge even after the cross. All right, so there's several levels of authority. Let me get out your hair. But, but before I get out of here, let me say this. If you don't submit to authority, you don't fear God. Don't look at me like that. Write it down with your funny looking self today. Write it down. Write it down. If you don't submit to authority, you don't fear God. Fear is not, I'm scared. Fear is reverence. Okay? And I say it's not all about the house of God, but some of you, you know how to honor everybody else outside of here. When master tell you to clock in at 830, you yes, a master, clock in. 
When master tell you, you gonna stay 45 minutes after? Yes, sir, master. Clock out when he tell you to clock out. When you get in the house of God and they tell you, no, I want you early and on time for host rally. I saw a thousand messages today. I know they had problems on the freeway, but I saw a thousand messages. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. And I said, I see one more message come across this phone. Right, listen to me, you gotta know that you don't honor what you show up any time for. Now, I know there was issues today, so I'm not coming for y'all today, but I'm telling you that it's important that you realize your actions are telling on you. And don't think that this man is a fool. I see you. Be seated. Let me go on through this. There's three levels of authority I want to talk about. The first one is spiritual. Spiritual authority. It counts. It matters. Hello in here? pastors spiritual leaders they're called to be authority figures in your life amen you believe that uh, there's civil leaders got your politicians got your police officers um, these are these authorities uh, the enemy wants to bring issues with with our urban community with authority um, and I'm gonna say something that's gonna be a little on the edge and some of you won't like this but part of, part of what, what the enemy's attack is, when we have violence coming from police officers who are not all bad. I expected y'all brown and black people to act like that in here today. I'm gonna say it again. I don't care how many times you listen to F the police. I don't care how many times you have listened to all these kinds of songs that put you in a type of place. We can be angry about injustice, but we cannot put everybody in the same boat. Y'all quiet in here. You don't want everybody to think that you sit on the porch eating fried chicken and watermelon bare feet, do ya? We're not going to categorize. I can't believe y'all got that still in y'all. I see it. Yeah, you, you, yeah. We're not going to categorize all policemen as being abusive because a few of them got happy with their guns. Does that mean we don't stand for injustice? Dog on it. You better stand for it. And you better not just march. I'm so sick of you and your signs. You better raise up some judges. You better raise up some policemen. You better raise up some people of influence and sit your 1960 actor behind down. You are not Dr. King. Sit down. Because after you march, you go home and do nothing. After you, black lives matter, black lives matter, black lives matter. And you go home and you perpetuate the problem in America. The enemy is trying to come against authority in America. So he's causing for you to hate the police so that you will disrespect him and you will dishonor them and you will never have access. Gotta like it. I'm scared of none of you. I got big security. Huge men. There's civil authority. There's family authority. Right? Husband, wives, parents, children. Family authority. But our issue, and I know, and I want to give you this, some of our issue with authority is just simply because we've seen so many people misuse it. I'm, 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 I'm open to us having that real conversation today is that we've seen so many people misuse it and so it's hard for us to respect it sometimes because we don't know if the people around us but listen to me you ate bad food but you still eat out don't ever go to this McDonald over here on Del Rosa and Highland I'm just helping you, because some of you gonna find something to eat today, and you're gonna, where am I gonna eat? Do not go to that McDonald's. If you go to, I'm trying to help y'all. I'm really, I'm trying to save you time, energy. I'm trying to change, change you for being upset. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Come on, all nations. Do not go to that McDonald's, why? The line is always gonna be long. 
They don't barely give you great customer service. The fries be all dry. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Come on, be like it's been sitting there for 24 hours. You understand? But some of you, you have gone to bad food places and you went to another one. You ain't have no problem. You still eating out. What is your point, sermon? Just because you experienced bad leadership before doesn't mean you should be rude and dishonor all. Hit somebody and look like they sick of me and say, try again. Let's go to our text. I, I, I. Let's go to our text. Give me 10 more to that, whoever's handling that. 10 more. Here we go. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 1. Okay? What I don't finish today, we'll go into next week. Are you learning anything today? Okay. Glory to God. 1 Samuel 5, 15 and 1. It says, so Samuel said to Saul, the Lord sent me to anoint you as king over his people and over Israel. And now therefore heed the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I will punish Amalek for what he did to Israel. How he ambushed him on the way when he came up to Egypt. Now go and attack Amalek. Everybody say attack it. He says, and utterly destroy all, somebody back, holler back all, all that they have, everything that they have, and do not spare them. He says, but kill, thank God for the cross, kill both man and woman, infant and nursing child, ox and sheep, camel and donkey, Jesus. Thank God for the cross. Oh, man, grace changed the game. You understand what I'm saying? When you went against God, you became a straight enemy. You know what I mean? And he's like, I'm going to kill them all. Samuel disobeyed. Saul rather disobeyed God. When God told Saul to go in and destroy all, Saul went and found the best that they had and said, I have a good idea. I'm going to keep this and I'm going to present it to God as a sacrifice. Why is that important? It's because I want you to know that rebellion is witchcraft. Say that with me, rebellion is witchcraft. Say it again, rebellion is witchcraft. Say it again, rebellion is witchcraft. Some of you don't get it because you're like, uh, you know, a witch, it's Halloween time. That's a hat, broom, long nose. That's what we think a witch is. But a witch is anyone walking in rebellion. Some of you are not living into witchcraft, but you're living up under witchcraft. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I need you to understand that. I, I'm going to expose it today. And some of you, you're not going to be able to say amen because some of your mamas are sitting next to you today and they're controlling you. And you don't want to say amen real good, but I'm going to tell you, you ought to open your mouth. You got to get you free and your mama free. I'm going to say it again. Some of you are living underneath the power of a witch. Your boyfriend is a male witch. When you say you got to go and do something, they control you with their emotions. And what I'm supposed to do while you gone? I thought it was our time. I thought we was going to hang out. I thought you loved me. Because you think witch and you think females, but I need you to understand something. There's some male witches running around in society that's trying to control, oh God, trying to manipulate. So let me help you with this because some of you uh, talk about this witchcraft stuff. You're like, oh my God, what is he talking about? What kind of church did I come in today? I showed you the Bible. The Bible said that rebellion is ass. The sin of witchcraft, meaning that they are equal. When you rebel, you're operating as a witch. Witchcraft is not magic. Bishop Harry, witchcraft is not magic. Witchcraft is about control. It's about control. Do you know in the witch's Bible, the whole idea, the greatest principle is do as thy will. 
So the way they control things is by the power of what they will to happen. <laughs> what they will to happen. And so many of us are living lives and we're not understanding that we're operating as a witch. And I don't blame some of you, I blame your families. I blame your communities. Because some of us don't even realize that we're in or operating in control because it's all we know. It's not until you come into the house of God like this, where the devil started, where God started exposing the devil and showing you that the whole time you've been living, all 40 years of your life, all 25 years of your life, you've been living up under a witch, acting like a witch, walking like a witch. Talk to me in here. So he goes in, and this is what happens with witchcraft. Oftentimes, we figure out our way, and we think because we decided to do this that God is pleased with it. We try to force the hand of God to receive what we call the sacrifice. So we're like, I'm doing X, Y, and Z for you, God. I've been doing everything. God said, that's beautiful, but I, I told you to do this. I told you, let that man go. Y'all quiet in here. I told you, let him go. I told you, I told you, let him go. But God, I'm worshiping at the throne. I fast every Tuesday. God, I fast with a corporate fast. God, God I'm at Wednesday prayer. God said, ah, no, no. I told you to let that funny looking boy go. God, I know I'm calm. I'm calm to be a supermodel. God said, write books. I want you to be an author. No. Do you see these legs? I'm a supermodel. Write the books. No, God. I really believe I can make a lot of money to help the orphans in Africa if I become a supermodel. And God's like, write the books. Submission. To delegate authority will always be a problem if you have a submission problem with God himself. You're teaching in here, Sherman. Thank you, Sherman. Thank you. So the Bible says, down in verse 22, and I'll be done in a moment. It says, so Samuel said, as the Lord has delight in birth offerings and sacrifice, as in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better Better than whatever you think is a sacrifice. And to heed or to listen to him. It's better than the fat of rams. What are we saying here? Partial obedience is disobedience. Halfway doing it. It's like you didn't do it at all. School system got you thinking you can just be present and pass. Some of your teachers liked your personality, so they ignored all your bad grades. Some of you, you need to be real, because some of you don't understand how you graduated from high school. You're like, I don't know how, what in the world happened? Uh, it's good the teacher was like, oh, he's a nice young boy. So he passed, she passed you, even when you did not have the ability and had not learned or passed the test where you were at. Somebody say, you teaching in here. Listen, the pattern of disobedience is this, falling away and yet keeping a form of religiosity. So, so that's, that's what happened, that's what happened with him. That's what happened with, that's what happened with Saul. What happened with Saul was he disobeyed, but he still looked godly because he was carrying around what was supposed to be a sacrifice. And some of you can't recognize a witch because the witch is still worshiping. Huh? The witch is still praising. The witch is still doing nice things because when you think witch, you think evil person. But that's what the witch is doing, disguising themselves behind the authority or behind the sacrifice that they are given. Cracks me up. When people acting like witches and then they come, they, they little friends come to me talking about, well, I, they're just so nice. 
They've always been nice to me. They couldn't be a witch. And that's why you're so confused and don't know your destiny yet. Because you prefer a witch other than real authority. What in the world can you get from a witch when God has placed real authority figures in your life and you prefer to have lunch date with witches? I got the mic. I'm going to say it. Some of you go to lunch with a witch, but don't spend time with your leaders in the house. I hope you hear me. Yes, they're wondering in your mind, is he talking to me? Whoever you are that's wondering that, if you got to think that, yes, I am. Hang out with witches, but can't even listen to your leaders. And try to figure out why you confuse every other day if this is supposed to be your church or not. Because you're playing around with witches. And it's as long as you keep playing around with them, you will eat the fruit of witchcraft. You are under the control of a witch, and they won you by a Starbucks coffee. I said they won you by the meal that I have. I said they won you over there by going to B. What is that place where they got all the Padukis? BJ's. You got a BJD, man, because sitting around with a witch. For rebellion. Come on, I'm just trying to teach you. For rebellion. Look at it. Rebellion, verse 23. For rebellion. Look at it. Look at it. It's as the sin of witchcraft. And you and your stubborn butt who thinks that you know better than every authority in your life. You are an idolater. There's a difference from asking questions and questioning everything that leaders in your life say to you. Give me this middle camera right here. Zoom in on me. Follow my directions. Zoom in on me. Make sure that's live. Give me that camera right there. If you're struggling from listening to your leaders because of some witch who has totally left the spot of blessing and inheritance, who has told you a lie concerning people who have given their life and their purpose to make sure that you live. It is sad and a joke that you would prefer to listen to your co-worker who doesn't even barely do their job and ignore what your boss said to you. It makes no sense that you would dishonor the leadership in your life because of somebody who is trying to control you and manipulate you by the lie. You can zoom out. It's sickening. I, um, somebody just look at somebody just say, which please, which please. I'm getting rid of people that stay with witches. You can't be around me. And I say you can't go to the house of God. You can't be on me around me. I've been praying, you know, not that I don't pray usually, but I've been praying, Jews. God been talking to me. That's dangerous. Rebellion equals witchcraft. Rebellion equals witchcraft. Let me help you with this and I'll be out of your hair. Uh, in 1 Samuel 28, there's a story. You can study it later. 1 Samuel chapter 28. Are you getting anything out of this today? Am I getting on your nerves? Some of you are lying. <laughs> lying. Man. First Samuel 28. Samuel had been, uh, or rather Saul, God was sick of him. Did you hear him earlier? He said, you, I, I reject you as king. You lost your positioning in me because of your rebellion. For everybody that thinks you can rebel, and listen to witches and still hold the place where God gave you. It is possible. I need you to hit somebody that look like they just sick of this church and ready to go home. And tell them you can lose it. You can lose. You can lose it. He said, he said, let me say something to you, Bishop. You, you're no longer the king. I reject you as king. So over in 28, Samuel's like, Saul's rather, Saul, Saul, he's in a tough situation. He's about to go into a war. 
And it goes into the war, he's scared. Am I gonna win the war? Am I gonna lose the war? Scared, scared. And what happened was that he decided that he would find him a witch. The scripture says, the witch of Endor. Read it, read it for yourself. Verse 7, 28. In his rebellion, he went to go find him a witch. When you're living in rebellion, you always feel comfortable with witches. So when you tell me you want to keep going to lunch with a witch, you're telling me I'm rebellious. I hear you loud and clear. So he went. He said, give me a witch. My used to Salem, he found him a witch. He, he, he said, he said let, me, let, me, let me talk to you for a minute. Went in, he, went in, he went and covered himself in the middle of the night. Because when people are in rebellion, they always have to do what they do in secret. If you got some big cojones, you, got, you know, you think you got some big rebels, why don't you come stand up in somebody's face and say it, huh? But what you do, you got to do in secret. And then come telling yourself later, you are a witch. Because I might say, which please, which please. You're free today, huh? Because you don't have to live up under witchcraft, huh? You don't have to have friends that's a witch. You don't even have to let your mama control you. Some of you, when you walk out of here today, you ought to pick up the phone and call your mama and say, guess what? Guess what? Witch, please. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But call you. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I am just joking. I'm only joking. Do not do that. Do not do that. <laughs> do not do that. But for real, some of you need to call your mom and be like, mom, you've been straight kind of control me. And we can relate, we can have family dinner, but you're not gonna run my life. How you let your mama run your life and she had 15 boyfriends in the past year? Why are you letting people that don't know God get you tied up in your emotions about your decisions to follow him? I don't care if they're your daddy, I don't care if it's your granny, I don't care if it's your great granny, if they don't know God, I don't want your advice! Because you live in consistent rebellion. So in the story, he finds him, he dresses up, cloaks himself. And he goes in the middle of the night, because that's how witches act. In the middle of the night, got to do this secret. And he finds the witch of Endor, and he says, I need you to help me bring up somebody. Notice that the only way that he was going to survive was to go back to the thing he rebelled from. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. They leave your life, but then they're calling you for help. I'm gonna say it. For people who leave, now listen to me, before I say this, let me give a disclaimer. People leave churches all the time. People leave in honor, some leave in dishonor. When people have left a house in dishonor and have rudely talked about your leadership, I'm going to say it because I'm building something that's going to last. And now your feelings are what we build and I prefer what we build. And you desire to still stay connected to it. It's confusing to me. Because listen to me, listen to me. Listen. And if you think I'm just talking about you, it's several of you. This is for. Take it and eat it good. Uh, then you get into the place, why do they have to call back here? If God so called them to do whatever they called them to do, why God not providing for it? Everything I've done, I didn't have to call back any place I left. I built a team around everything I do. Y'all quiet in here. Everything I do, everything I do, Kyle, I didn't have to call nobody from where I came from. I just started pressing into what I did. But the problem is rebellion always has to reach back because God ain't blessing it. So I'm preaching the Bible. Yes, I am. He had to reach back, and he had to reach back to the person he rebuked, he disobeyed and rebelled against. He had to pull Samuel, pull Samuel from the grave. 
Samuel's trying to, you know, he's trying to rest. The witch of Endor, a necromancer, be careful of people that play around with dead things. That's another message. But reaches down into the ground, pulls this man up from his death to get a word from him. If you want to rebel, rebel. Don't call over here for a prophetic word. And you're crazy but giving him one. So, when Samuel came up, read it for yourself, y'all. I'm, I'm done. When Samuel came up, some of y'all are like, I hate this man. I see it on your face. I really do. When Samuel came up, Samuel said, let me remind you, and I paraphrase of what I told you before I died. <laughs> he said, God has not changed his word. Verse 16 of, of 1 Samuel 28. Verse 16 of 1 Samuel 28. Then Samuel said, why are you asking me? Seeing that the Lord has departed from you. And you have become his enemy. Samuel said, you done woke me up from the dead. Bothering me out of my rest. And all I'm going to do is repeat to you what I told you before. He is not with you. Write this down. The objection of witchcraft me is to intimidate manipulate and dominate write that down the objection of witchcraft is to intimidate manipulate and dominate remember we're not talking about Halloween some of y'all need to come out October 31st we're talking about rebellion we're talking about rebellion your family will not be blessed as long as you live in rebellion I told, I told a bunch of people, this will be the month of hard sayings. You're going to be faced with hard sayings. Your family will not be blessed at the level it can be. You wives whose husbands are committed and you're not committed to what God called to do, your family will not be blessed until you get in alignment. You husbands who your wives are committed to the things of God and you're not committed, your house will be limited on the blessing that it should be and should be on it. Hit somebody around you that look like they want to punch me in the face and tell them, get aligned. So witchcraft, witchcraft uh, can come in all kinds of forms. We'll try to control people. Play something nicely, soothe their souls, please. We try, we try to think that, some of us are like, I've never. Yeah, you've tried to control somebody before. I'm going to go out there and some of y'all are too religious to handle it. That's how some of you women got the D. That's how you got it. That's how you got it. I'm going to say it again because some of y'all didn't hear me. That's how some of you women got the D. That's how you got it. Control through seduction. Some of you Christian women, you seduce a little differently. You find them and be like, you know what? I can really help your dreams come to pass. The Lord showed me you. And if we came together, we would change the world. You don't got to do this by yourself, boo. You're still a seducer. intimidation some of you experience that where people use their emotions and they're growling to make you feel bad to do things manipulation comes in to try to use emotional things to move you dominating comes that I'm gonna put my power over you and you're gonna to submit to whatever I'm saying 
God doesn't want you to be under witchcraft. He doesn't want you to be in witchcraft. I believe in God that everything that's tried to hold on to you is about to let you go. Some of you, because you can't preach a word like this and not offer the ability for grace to come in. When you repent, if you've been, you know you've been controlling people, you can repent and God can set you free. If you know you've been under somebody's control, it's possible, it's possible to break out of that control. Are you understanding me? And make a decision, I'm going to live in freedom. James 4 and 7. Submit to God. Resist the devil. He will flee. We often say resist the devil. He will flee. You don't know how to resist the devil until you submit to God. Submit to God. Submit to his word. Submit to the governing authorities he's put over your life. Submit to God. You'll be empowered to resist the devil. Then that devil can't stay around you. I know I done opened some stuff up in here today. I wish I could do a mass deliverance today, but I'm waiting until the end of the series. But what I want you to do is that I want you to check your heart. Evaluate your life. Am I flowing in control? Am I under somebody's control? Is my friend living in witchcraft and I'm still hanging around them? Is my boyfriend one of the biggest witch America seen? Evaluate it. And if you see control operating, you see rebellion operating, according to the word, you see witchcraft operating. Make a decision that no witch is going to have power in your life. And you are not going to end up like Saul and miss what God called you to do because you decided you knew a better way than what he said to you. Last Sunday of this series, if you feel like this hits you throughout this series and you feel like, man, I need freedom, the last Sunday, we're going to go for it. We're going we gonna, to, look at somebody said, we're going to cast devils out. Some of y'all don't understand that language, but, but we're going to get some people free. I want you to lift your hands. Father, I thank you for the power of your grace. Thank you for what you're doing in this place right now. Thank you for every single individual under the sound of my voice. And if you're here and you know, you know right now that God wants to set you free either from under witchcraft or being connected to something of control and rebellion. I want you right where you are to lift your hands and just receive the grace of God. I believe that God is giving the grace to cut things. I believe God is giving the grace to be removed from situations. I believe God is giving you the grace to be able to walk away. I believe God is giving you the grace to do this. I speak over your lives today. Come on, just open your mouth and worship him. We're about to go. Father, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for how you're moving. Thank you, Father, for the grace of God flowing to every single individual's life that needs this grace today. We will not receive repentance in control. We will not receive it in our lives. We will not be marked, but, but we are submitted people. We are submitted to God. We are submitted to God. We are submitted to God. And we say yes to you. We say yes to your plan. We say yes to your idea. We will not have this. We will not have hell that will try to come into our lives and mess up our destiny. And if you believe it, I want you to yell at the top of your voice, which please.